I really enjoy listening to that opener each and every day that we get a, a jockey mm. or a trainer on for On the Road. Matthew here on the Big V. Benny Allen's about to join us. I'm not sure whether he'd be on the road just yet because the first at Moe's not until 20 to 4 this afternoon. Uh, good afternoon to you, Ben. Thanks for your time. Hey, no worries. Thanks for having me. He might be on the tractor. Are you, you still got the bovines? <laughs> yeah, I'm not on the tractor, but I am, I am at the farm. <laughs> what are you? What, what's keeping you busy today on the farm? Um, at the moment, um, cows are calving, so I've been back and forth, staying that here quite a bit over the last week, so um, me and Dad have been flat out with that. Uh, it's the calving of the cows. Is it in sync with the the the, the broodmare season as well? Is it a similar process, a similar monitoring brief? Do they have them in the middle of the night like broodmares do? Um, pretty much, yeah. Well, I haven't got to see one being born yet. Every time I go out there, there's a new one. So um, I'd say they probably it's probably pretty similar. Has it been smooth? Uh, it, it can be a bit heart and mouth sometimes, can't it? Has it been a smooth process so far? Um, I have with all of them except for one. One was the first carver, um, and she lost her calf, but we've got a, a replacement calf. So, um, but yeah, that, that's probably the only hiccup we've had. And apart from that, um, everything else has been smooth. Where did you say the farm is, Ben? Uh, it's in Packenham. Yeah. Have you? Is it? Is that? How long have you had it? The farm. Uh, the farm we're at at the moment. We've been here for probably eight years now. Um, where Dad's got all these horses, and then I got a lease farm out in Garfield where I keep majority of the cows. It, it kind of coincided that shift with your decision last year to put your career on hold. You lost your mojo pretty much, didn't you? You, you went on Marabi, but all that wasting and like a lot of jockeys, you sort of reached the end of your tether for a while, didn't you? Yeah, just kind of got jack of it, to be honest. And I've always had interest in cattle. I, I had some leading up to previously to Marabi, and then um, it just happened at the time a lease farm popped up. Um, and it was, yeah, right when I just I got sick of it, so it was probably good timing because I had a few things I had to do out there to get it all set up and whatnot. Um, and I was able to just take my time and, and not worry about riding and just do one thing at a time. And um, yeah, once I kind of started missing it, then obviously come back to riding and now doing both. Well, yeah, what was it that you missed, Ben? Was it about six months that you had off around that? Yeah, about yeah. that. Um, just the can been um, competing all the time and obviously the competitiveness of, of riding um, that adrenaline rush is not really many things that can compare to, to winning races um, I, I did enjoy the time off like I did a few other things and did a couple other jobs to see the other stuff I like but yeah, you can't beat the adrenaline rush you get from um, racing You're sort of lean but you're quite tall and I guess that's the they were the ingredients for the weight battle. Have you have you got on top of it this time around? Um, it's taken a while for it to level out since I come back. Obviously, because it shot up um, a bit. Not a great deal compared to what other riders probably had to deal with, but heavier for me. Um, and yeah, it did take a little while for it to come off and, and to kind of level out. It was yo-yoing for quite a bit. Um, but I can't say I was, when I first come back, I was a hundred, all 100%. I was still... Um, doing stuff on the weekends like a normal person. and So I wasn't really 100% dedicated uh, when I first come back, but now I'm knuckling down and um, I'm trying to get it to come right down. But I'm riding 56 Saturday, so that's the lightest I would have ridden since being back. Um, probably well over a good eight months. So, yeah. um, and it's not looking like it's going to be too tough, which is good. Yeah, you, you obviously have put the work in and, you know, head down, bum up. And I'm just intrigued, Ben, when you decided that you, you did want to do that and you... 
and you decided that you really wanted to knuckle down, as you say, and, and work hard. What, what does that involve? I, I've spoken to a few jockeys on air about this, but I'm always intrigued as to what actual training you guys do to get that weight off. I know it's different for everyone. Um, just normally, like, mainly start trying to just clean up my diet a bit more um, and cut out a lot of the, the bad foods. Like, I've got a sweet tooth for chocolate, so trying to cut that out is a bit hard, but trying to just um, stick to a lot of fruit. Trying to, pretty much what Ron Johnson kind of told me, a lot of fruit, fruit and veg. Um, and yeah, just trying to eat clean. And most days, I'd say if I lose weight, I'll go for a run, whether it be only like a short 3k run or if I got a day off 5k's and um, ride the bike here and then. And it's a lot to do with the spar and that. But trying to train a bit more, I'm trying to do, but because I've been riding so much track work um, and race days, don't want to kind of overwork yourself. Um. I was had a bit of an issue with chocolate once. You wouldn't believe it, but I did. Did um, oh, yeah, still do? Yeah, uh, carob. <laughs> Someone tried to con me into uh, carob as a replacement for chocolate. Ben, it was a, just a con. Did you ever get bluffed into trying carob as a replacement for chocolate? Never. No, don't fall for it. Don't fall. <laughs> hey, um, when Darren Weir was bowled out in two thousand and nineteen, there was a bit of chaos left behind in some respects. Some jockeys adapted quickly. John Allen's a good example. Others. Kind of, it was a real jolt to their careers. Is that was that uh, funny enough? Uh, Mar and Eustace have, have 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 filled that void for you. Um, but was that a, a bit of a blow to you, the departure of Darren Weir? Yeah, definitely. Because um, he's basically obviously the main trainer I rode for in town. Um, I never really rode for many others in town. A great deal, really, because you know I'd always have. Three, four, or five um, rides for him in town. Some means I think I had full books for him in town, so I never really rode a great deal for him. So I kind of had all my eggs in the one basket, um, so to say. When he was obviously um, suspended, and yeah, I kind of I had to venture out and start trying to freelance a bit more. I went through a bit of a slow patch um, where I was just kind of struggling. I wasn't that eager on riding a lot of track work because. Used to do a fair bit of travelling up to do gallops and whatnot for him, um, and riding a lot. So it did take me a while before the wheels started turning. Um, and I think it was pleased when I got James Winks, um, and he said to give Kieran and Dave a call and, and see if there was a spot there for me if I started doing the work. And um, I gave Kieran a call, and it's kind of gone on from there. And at the time, I had a good, good backing from Philip Stokes, who gave me a lot of rides. Um, obviously I got the ride Mr Quickie and had horses like Samson that kind of kept me ticking along in town um, I didn't get a, a lot of rides in town but they still kind of kept me there well, I know obviously Darren's got a few hoops to jump through before he's allowed to train again we, we're all aware of that have you had much conversation with Darren at all recently have you kept in contact with him not recently recently but I've seen him a few him, him and Jared a few months ago um, and I went out to dinner with him and whatnot. not and I've kept in contact with, with both of them um, over the last few years so um, yeah I'm not sure what, what's going on but yeah I've kept in contact with, with both of them What about today at uh, Royal Moey? Is this a there's most of the country tracks have their own quirks and Mark Hunter is adamant that Craig Newitt's uh, one of the few who's really mastered Stony Creek uh, what's uh, what's uh, the right approach to riding Moey? Um 
still trying to work that out, to be honest. <laughs> it's, a, um, it's a similar track to Mini Valley. It's like a poor man's Mini Valley, I guess. It, um, it's got that kind of that dummy straight down the side where normally once they do hit the side, they, a lot of um, riders tend to start their runs and get into clear room um, and kind of build into the race. So I guess you really need to still be on the right horse because if you're, you're on a back marker, if it's got any ability... Um, obviously it's a day suit but if you're on something that needs help you kind of it's one of those tracks you kind of got to stay in if you try and swing too wide um, and the, on a horse that needs all the help you can get you, you really tend to struggle you've got some really good rides there today we'll quickly go through them if you don't mind storming ahead yep. the debutante there in, in race 3 what can you tell us um, I've tried it once I think I did it early on um, I, I had to do it the last time but it looked like a trial on the speed last time and wasn't knocked around and just given an easy trial. I haven't had much to do with, with him since, but um, seeing the blinkers are going on, so he's had a few goals with them, I'd say. Um, obviously, Mick Price one looks the obvious one to, to beat, but if I can give this guy a good first experience and maybe someday get on the back of that, um, hopefully can run a good race. When Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace first launched their Cranbourne stable about a year ago, one of the observations from the trainers I knew down there was just how amazingly well-behaved and well-educated the horses were. There weren't any spooky ones. They, it was almost military precision. If, if you found that with the Maher Eustace horses, that the starting point is incredible education? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think they have a good, good system set up. I think Adrian Corboy breaks nearly all their horses in and to be honest, I can't recall the last time I rode one of theirs right, where it was a proper, genuine, um, bad horse or anything with bad names. They're all pretty good to ride. There's, they got the obviously the odd few that are, are strong, but when you got as many horses um, as they do, you're, you're always going to come across a few like that. But um, education-wise and whatnot, you, know, you can always ride theirs and be confident going the races. Um, if they've had the right education, they normally, before they race, have three, four jump outs, probably minimum. Um, and, yeah, the kind of, whether they got ability or not, they're always nearly two steps ahead of um, the other horses that are debuting as well. They've whacked the blinkers on our, our Orator in race four. Yeah. Watching the first up run, I'd say that hopefully the blinkers will help. Uh, with a little bit playing and going up to the mile. Hopefully, hopefully we'll help him, but, yeah. He's had the race experience. Um, bit of a hard one to say here we go, but it's not an overly exciting field, so hopefully it can improve. And Desperado goes around in race five. That looks to be a bit of speed in this race. Um, would you expect to lead on Desperado like they did last time? Uh, I wouldn't think so. I would like to please. I'm not sure what they want to do. I know it's only a small field, but ideally it'd be good to have something to give it something to follow, try and get into a good rhythm and, and get it racing pattern a bit better. It looked like it just got a little bit keen last start. It had one that was caught wide and kind of rolled up and, and eyeballed it a bit, which didn't help um, Ethan in getting the switch off. So I'm not sure what they want to do, but I, there is a couple that will roll forward, so I, I wouldn't mind taking a sit and um, giving something to follow. Small field again in race six. You've got Koi Hoy for, for Cliff Brown. What are your thoughts? Uh, should run well. It's, it's, it's a strong little race. Um, talking to him this morning, he's kind of a horse. You just got to ride um, where he's happy and keep him, let him find his own rhythm. And Mick D was able to do that last start and 
Um, it was a pretty good win coming from behind at Mini Valley. But it had a good cut into it, so hard to say how this race will pan out. Obviously, small fields are very tactical, so uh, we just have to try and play it by ear, I'd say. There's no real set plans in small fields. And you rode Bluestone Lane, which goes around in race eight at its last start at Geelong when it hit the line to finish third. Are you confident today's the day? Yeah, I, I reckon he's probably, probably my better ride for the for the day. Um, trialed really, really good last week. Um, and, yeah, I think... I think I know it's been a little bit a little bit of a while in between um, runs, but having that trial under the belt, fitness should be there. Um, enjoying to get a good run, and it, it's looking a winnable race for him. All right, that's a good push. It's uh, you've certainly got a good book of rides there today, at Maui Ben. Hey, uh, before we let you go, have you been booked for Marabi? Uh, I've been locked in, but um, I've been doing all the gallops, done all the jump outs, um, and speaking to the owner. Um, yeah, pretty much locked in, but I'm just not sure what, what race they're 100% going to start, and I'd say it is the OP play, but um, things can change, so we'll just wait and see. It's obviously looking like it's going to be a pretty mm. hot race this year. Yeah. How's, she, how's she going? Um, I think she's going well. She's nothing flash at track work, but to me, she's come back. She's very, very sound, which is positive. Um, probably nearly the majority of her press, she's always had few niggling issues, whether she's hanging in or she's overdoing it a little bit. And whereas today she's come back, she's like a settled seasoned man, um, just doing everything nice. She's going straight, um, and she's she's definitely put on the kilos and she's put on some muscle. So um, yes, hopefully she's come back better. I don't think she has to come back much better than what she was, but um, yeah, I think she's ticking along well. Yeah, there's a lot of good sprinters going around. If she can find her best once again, it just adds to the mix. It's a, an exciting crop we've got at the moment. Hey, uh, Ben, well done on, on returning to the saddle and, and uh, finding your feet once again. You've got a great book of rides today at Maui. Looking forward to, to following your success over the next couple of weeks, mate. Well done. Thanks for having me, guys.